Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In-Depth. Week 12, folks, JD on hand. I'm so, so excited, and you know why. We're live in the studio, and the Washington football team just upset the Pittsburgh Steelers 23-17. to A huge comeback story, and one of the best stories in all of sports with Alex Smith coming back, and not only having a pretty good season, but knocking off the AFC's top team. I'm just really happy for Washington. Uh, they turn their season around. They sit at 5-7, and seven, tied with the New York Giants at the top of the division. Giants do hold the tiebreaker, but Washington's right in it with four games to play. And a little bit about Alex Smith in this matchup. 296 yards in the air with one TD, and I think he looks like Alex of old back when he played for the San Francisco 49ers, and just he's accurate, and he's throwing on the run, seems healthy. Now on the other side of the ball, Big Ben, he threw a late game interception, and with Pittsburgh, of course they were 11-0 coming into this matchup, but Ben also doesn't lose games when he's up 14-0. They were up two scores in this matchup. They were only able to score three more points in the ball game in the second half, and that's huge. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is silently clapping somewhere back at his house because they are now tied for the top of the AFC, and uh, Pittsburgh's got a tough game coming up against Buffalo, and I think Pat, as we all know, Mahomes might win out. So this loss is huge for Pittsburgh, and this win is even bigger for Washington. So let's move on to Sunday's matchups. No breeze, no problem. Ninth straight victory for the Saints, and Taysom Hill threw two TDs in this one. Atlanta was trying to come back at the end, but they could not pull it off. They were short of the goal line. Uh, Saints won by five, and I think Saints are doing a great job winning close games, and that gives you that playoff feel because you're not going to blow teams out all the time, especially in the postseason. Whether you're home or on the road, it's going to be tight. And if you can close, closing wins championships. And not only just closing, they're closing without the Hall of Famer Drew Brees, one of the best to ever do it. So everyone should be excited in New Orleans. You not only are going to win your division, you might win the conference. And this year, your division was a little bit harder. You knocked off Tom Brady twice this year. And uh, Houdat Nation should be very, very proud. Next, what's up with these Cleveland Browns? Everybody can shake and bake because Baker Mayfield is in the house. Four TDs in just the first half. And Browns were clicking on both sides of the football. Browns D found a way to limit Derrick Henry to just 60 yards in the game. And he put one on the deck, fumbled, and he does not fumble. Browns D led by Miles Garrett, just applying pressure and form tackling. That's how you win in this league, and the Browns uh, are going to end their 18 seasons of playoff drought. And no one, and I mean no one, would have expected that coming into this year. And I think people got to respect Baker Mayfield a little bit. Uh, They were showing some hate early in the season last year, saying, can this guy get it done? Not only is he getting it done, he's getting it done without his premier wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr. He's got Juice Jarvis Landry. Uh, with him still on the field this year, but uh, without OBJ, is huge. And I think Baker's doing a good job, but the defense 
is definitely something to talk about. Live from New York City, you know I'm going to talk about the New York football giants. Please stand up for Big Blue Nation because our fans should be very, very happy. They knocked off 12th man, the Seattle Seahawks, with their backup QB, Colt McCoy. And game ball went to someone in particular, a coach that we have not found in a long time. Seems to be our guy, Joe Judge, and he's really doing a good job. Leadership, game planning. We're clicking on both sides of the football now, and with winning four straight, man, Giants have swagger, and they're playing to win every game. Of course, this one with your backup cue, you have a different game plan. You got to really stop the rush and the pass on the other end, and the Giants did just that. No child's play against the Seattle Seahawks. You're going against... One of the best, not only in the league, but one of the best and most winning players in all of football history in Russell Wilson. So, I wanted to mention everyone, Giants' remaining schedule in this order is the Arizona Cardinals, Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens, and Dallas Cowboys. And the way us New Yorkers should look at this is Arizona we should win. Cleveland and Baltimore are going to be tough, and the Dallas Cowboys is a must-win. So if we look at it that way, we want three and one here. We want to win three out of these four, and we should be heading to the postseason if that's the case. Giant fans did get a little nervous tonight watching Washington upset Pittsburgh because that was not expected, and that keeps them both tied, as I mentioned earlier, at five and seven. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about the MVP matchup. And I'm going to read a few things to you guys. Of course, we all know that the MVP race is down to Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Now, this is how close their statistics are. 37 TDs for Aaron Rodgers. 33 TDs for Patrick Mahomes. Four interceptions on the year for Aaron Rodgers. Two picks on the year for Patrick Mahomes. Total yards, Mahomes has the edge. Aaron Rodgers... 3,476 compared to Patrick Mahomes, 4,056. And that's neck and neck. I mean, these two are basically co-MVPs. I mean, two great players, the best quarterback in each conference. The Super Bowl I've always wanted to see ever since Pat entered the league a few years back is Aaron Rodgers against Patrick Mahomes. A similar QB style and just two guys that love football and love being the leader of their teams, and just two guys with high integrity. It must be the State Farm commercials that these two are bonding over to make them so close, but uh, something's in the air in Green Bay and Kansas City, and those two teams are at the top of the charts as always. Also, looking a little bit back at history, Aaron Rodgers has won the league MVP twice. Mahomes once, of course, he's only been in the league a few years, many more to come, but... uh. You're talking about someone winning out of these two that have already done it before. So uh, really putting a staple to their name and their legacy. Now something, uh, not to toot my own horn, ladies and gentlemen, but I called it a few weeks back and it happened. Carson Wentz is now benched for Jalen Hurts. And the question is, does this mark the end of a Wentz era in Philadelphia? I think it may. I mean, Wentz has struggled most of the year he's gotten second third I think even fourth opportunities three strikes you're out I thought Philly gave him four or five strikes so I think it's time to put in Hurts it was great to see Jalen Hurts throw a TD pass in that matchup against Green Bay on Sunday and I think you stick with him kid can run kid can throw and Wentz showed that 
Maybe he'll compete in this league still. But I think Philadelphia should turn the page. And uh, that looks like what they're doing. So, Eagle fans, you still have something to look forward to. Jalen Hurts is an outstanding athlete and can throw the football with accuracy. And uh, Wentz did you justice for a few years. I'm not saying he's gone or off the team, but I think Doug Peterson's eyes are going to start going directly to Jalen Hurts, not to Carson Wentz. So Stephen A. Smith, I love watching him all the time, him and Max Kellerman over on First Take. He made a very interesting comment. He said if Joe Judge was the coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, they'd be Super Bowl contenders. And let me just tell you what he means here. The LA Chargers are a team with raw talent, but aren't coached or managed well. So if you put someone like Joe Judge, a play manager, someone who's involved from the sidelines, you're going to see the result. And I feel there's a lack of leadership over there with the Chargers. Bill Belichick was straight up laughing after the game. New England beat the Chargers 45-0. to So just an embarrassment. And I think execution wasn't good for L.A., and I agree with Stephen A. He's using the L.A. Chargers as an example, but what he means here is Joe Judge. You add him as the coach of a team, say a team with just raw talent and they're trying to figure it out, You need a guy like him. That pushes you to the next level. That pushes you to the next chapter in your book for team history. And that's what he looks to be doing with the Giants. And not to get over our head here with the New York Giants, but I really like the direction they're going. Every game's a little bit better on both sides of the football. I think Giants, the Washington football team, especially if Alex Smith is going to look like his old self. NFC East, I know for most of the year people have been saying NFC least, but I think there's some action out of this division, and you're going to see some good play out of this division from years to come. Moving on, Aaron Rodgers is the fastest to 400 career TD passes. I mean, that just shows his arm talent, decision-making, and moving the ball down the field. That's what Mr. Rodgers does, and he makes plays, kind of like Mahomes with rolling left, rolling right, sitting in the pocket, running for scores, showing us that discount double-check belt. Aaron Rodgers seems to do it all, and it's funny with me because just to give you guys a little history, I've loved both Rodgers and Mahomes since college, and... I think the one that surprised me even a little more than Rodgers was Mahomes of how good he got. I knew they both would be pro-ready and really talented, but these two straight up blew up, and I'm, I'm really happy for the teams they play on and themselves and their families. Next, the Jets are funny, guys. They were up four with 13 seconds left and still blew it. But the question is, is that a good thing? If they won this football game, ladies and gentlemen, they might be pushed from the first draft pick to the second. So maybe the defensive coordinator for the Jets calling a blitz here worked out in their favor. Sometimes it's interesting when we're talking about losing working out in your favor, but that's just how the NFL works. Worst record in the football league gets the first pick, and that's straight up how it is. And It's funny because they fired their D.C. after this play call. But guess what? They might rehire him if they get Trevor Lawrence. So, yeah, a little bit about that. And it's interesting this week. Of course, with COVID, we had games all of Sunday. Of course, giving you the live coverage here on Monday. We have a game later, of course, Niners against the Buffalo Bills, two teams that are trying to make the postseason. Guess what, guys? We even have a Tuesday matchup. 
Zeke Elliott and the Dallas Cowboys are playing the Baltimore Ravens. And Lamar Jackson's off that COVID list. So it should be a good matchup, I feel. And I wanted to end with something in particular today. At the beginning of this year, NFL experts were saying the division either goes to who? Philadelphia or Dallas? Now the second half of the season, now we got the Washington football team or the New York Giants going to win it. So that's very interesting. I feel even the experts were a little off this year just because who would have known Dak would go down for the year? That's a big deal. Who would have known Wentz didn't work out once again? And who would have known Daniel Jones uh, learns from his mistakes and steps up to the plate and Alex Smith comes back and... uh, Becomes the hero again in Washington for Ron Rivera. So, uh, fun talking NFL. Fun talking with you guys. We are closer to Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. See you next week. JD out.